Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I'm a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower business women to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about email marketing. More specifically, the 10 things you need to check before you send out your next marketing email. And for those of you who are new to the show, welcome. My name is Melissa Barker, and I am a business coach and consultant that specializes in really helping women entrepreneurs master marketing, sales, and scale with total confidence. So if you are a longtime listener, you may have noticed that there were no new podcasts in November. I was dedicating 100% of my time to helping my clients really ideate and execute on their Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday deals, as well as speaking on a number of other podcasts, which I'll share with you in the future about as they get released. And honestly, something had to give. Unfortunately, it was my own podcast. So moving forward, you can expect that regular cadence again of that twice a month podcast released on the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. And I will say, you know, over the last two years I've been doing this podcast, I have never missed the timing, even though the timing shifted from being weekly to to every other week. This was a really unique situation. And this actually led me to creating this particular episode because almost 100% of my sessions were all around email marketing. Because now more than ever, if you are listening in real time, we're still in 2020, December of 2020, and everything is online, meaning people are receiving hundreds of emails and businesses are relying more heavily on email than they have ever before. Now, as a small business owner, it is imperative that you send out effective emails because people will not hesitate to hit that unsubscribe button if it isn't delivering on value. So with that in mind, let's get into the topic at hand. So if you don't already have a pen out, or if you're willing to just try and commit this to memory, awesome, but I would highly recommend writing down this list of 10 items so that you have this checklist every time you go out to send a marketing email to your database. So by following these best practices, you can really confidently reach and resonate with your list. So more than ever, you know, we are sending out emails and we're not necessarily paying attention to all the little things that end up mattering. And that's what today's episode is all about. So number one is customize your send from name. Make sure that that email comes from you if you are client facing when it comes to your business because doing so really adds a more personable and approachable touch, right? And so if you are a solo entrepreneur, make the from name your name, right? It's a very simple shift that will encourage people to open it. Or if you focus on really branding and you are business name forward, then by all means use your business name. But regardless, make sure that you know what from name is showing up when they receive the email. Number two on this list is create powerful subject lines. So subject lines with three to five words typically perform best and anything more really won't fit into that preview text. Your audience will also be more inclined to open a cleverly worded subject line, right? Something like you left this behind or you'll thank yourself later, right? So you can 
have some fun with this, right? It doesn't always have to be like big sale now, <laughs> right? So really be thoughtful about how you can create interesting sentences in that subject line where you just give away the first few words and then they need to open the email to see the rest of that sentence. And while we're on that topic, checklist item number three is let your voice shine. Email is really where a small business owner's voice needs to stand out. These emails should sound in line with your brand and have some personality, especially in the opening and closing statements. So one of my clients is a life coach and this person always addresses their clients as sweet pea in emails, right? And this little shift and having that be part of the, the, what she calls her, you know, love notes that she sends to her clients is that they open by saying, hi, sweet pea. And there's that moment. If you are a client of hers, you know, that that is your life coach, right? And because we have these little phrases that we tend to use, you know, these are a real opportunity to let that shine and utilize them within the email to also make it feel like they're talking to you. It's a conversation you would be having with them anyway. So letting your voice shine, super, super important. Number four is don't hide the unsubscribe. This button is a legal requirement, not an option, but you can also be clever about how you label it or how you reference it, right? So something I'll say sometimes in my my emails to clients is something like, if you don't love getting really great insight, hit the unsubscribe button, right? And you can be fun in. And there's a way to have, again, that personality, that element with something that is actually, in fact, a legal requirement. And number five on this list is include a thank you. You know, you don't have to do this necessarily in every single email, but this is just something to keep in mind is that you want to show appreciation for your subscribers. And maybe you do end every email with a thank you. But regardless, that personal touch is really, really important. Number six is make sure you use your brand colors and any iconography that you typically use for your other marketing. It should really be clear from the colors and the styles and the fonts that it is your business at first glance. So make sure that the template matches your website and all of your other marketing materials. Number seven is use clear calls to action. With every email, the call to action should be evident and you can have multiple calls to action within an email. And in fact, especially in newsletters, I recommend it, right? If you have five different sections, for example, each of those should have a clickable link and something that you reference to that you're trying to drive your subscriber to go do and an action to take. And having that clear call to action with every email is what is going to not only encourage people to open the emails, but then to take the subsequent action that you are requesting. So be very clear, highlight the link, make it a different color, right? But have those clear call to action and tell people what to do. So for example, you could say, click here to purchase blank or click here to read the latest blog. Right, so just encourage people to take that action after they've taken the time to open your email. Now, number eight is to double check, double, triple check, let's be real, uh, for typos. 
And this is a no-brainer, but it's really important to just confirm that you don't have typos within your email. And if you are, again, a solo business owner or you don't have someone who's proofreading your content, make sure you are copy and pasting all the copy into a Google Doc, a Word Doc, whatever you use that has that spell check within it and reread it, read it out loud to yourself. It's a great way to be able to catch those mistakes. And I will say that I know a number of email platforms already have spell check, but not all of them. So it's really important that this is something that you double, triple confirm as a business owner. Number nine is don't overdo the graphics. So this can really hurt your deliverability. And if you've not heard that term before, deliverability basically tells you how many of your emails actually reach your recipient's inbox rather than getting stuck in the spam folder. So I will share more about deliverability in our next email marketing podcast that we do. But for now, just keeping in mind that things like too many graphics and not enough words are flags for a lot of the filters that are in things like Gmail and whatever email server you're using. That's one of their filtration mechanisms that they're like, oh, this has way too many graphics or it's all graphics and there's two sentences. So we're going to pop that in the spam folder. So just being mindful of focusing on a text forward type email. And then number 10 is test your email on mobile. Nowadays, most people check their email on their phone, so be sure that your email formats correctly when it's opened on mobile. And I will say again, most email services that you use to send out your newsletter, what have you, will show you how it renders on you know, different devices, but if it doesn't, send a test email to yourself, open it on your phone and just see, especially with images, how everything's rendering, if there's any big spaces that are forcing people to scroll a lot because people don't want to scroll. If they can't open the email and there's big gaps, a lot of times people will just close it. So keeping in mind that your emails should be text forward and that they need to render correctly on mobile is absolutely key. So email can be an incredibly powerful tool. And I really don't want you to shy away from using email simply because there's a lot of things to check because this is, again, a direct way to be in contact with people that are previous, current, and potential customers. So we will do future podcasts on email marketing specifically and more about the nurture strategy. But for now, I really just want you to start with this checklist. This is a great beginning point. Even if you've been sending out emails and maybe you haven't been doing everything, it's okay. This is a great time to start making sure that you are very systematic in your approach so that you can ensure that your email does not end up in the spam filter and it is something that is received and opened by your potential and current clients. So I'll quickly review the top 10 checklist and then we'll close. So one is customize your send from name. Two is create powerful subject lines. Three, let your voice shine. Four, don't hide the unsubscribe button. Five, include a thank you. Six, use your brand colors and iconography in the template. Seven, use clear calls to action. Eight, double check for typos. Number nine, don't overdo the graphics. And last but not least, test the email on mobile. 
So with that, I so appreciate you giving me these minutes of your day. And if you enjoyed the episode, please make sure that you subscribe, like it, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram. And if you do tag me, my handle is Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A-S Barker. B-A-R-K-E-R. So Melissa S. Barker on Instagram and any anybody who ever tags me and listens to the show, I always follow back. So I would love to connect with you there. And another important update, if you are interested in receiving one-on-one help with your business, I have now opened up a new way to engage with me, which is a 30-minute no prep consult. So I know a lot of folks who had been working with me in the 90-minute session said, you know, I'd love just like this 30-minute follow-up, or I would love to just pick your brain for 30 minutes about all things marketing and all the questions that get built up that, that arise when you're doing business. And so I decided to offer a inexpensive way to work with me, which is this 30 minute consult. So if you are interested in just getting your questions answered, you have these burning questions, right? I am happy to be able to offer that. And so that is something that you can find on my website, melissabarker.com forward slash business dash coaching. And the link for this will be in the show notes as well. But I look forward to working with you in all the ways. And until next time, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking and check back on the second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.